Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. I'm so happy that you could join us. We're having a wonderful time in the Lord, and we pray that you'll have a wonderful time too. Amen. Those of you who just made your coffee, you have to let it cool off before you put it in your mouth. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We're uh, we're growing by leaps and bounds in Jesus' name. Because we're going to keep pressing forward in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right. I knew something felt funny. There. I see you better without them, but I put them on anyhow. Anyway, it's wonderful weather. It's hot. Yes, it's a change from cold and freezing, so we're going to enjoy the change. Amen? You know we have changes in God, too. Sometimes it looks like things are not going anywhere, but we're wrong. We're wrong. We think nothing's happening, but we are wrong. Heaven is always moving. The kingdom of God is always moving. So we just happen to have the wrong perspective at that time. Amen? Amen. And sometimes we need to think about that in our regular lives. When things appear to be stagnant to us, we think we need to do more. We need to pray two more times a day. Well, not necessarily so. Amen? Amen? Sometimes we just need to give God some more trust. Amen? Sometimes we just need to give God some more trust. So a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. I'm still Pastor Sabrina. I haven't changed since yesterday. And I hope that you're the same person too, sort of, you know, because we do this new every day. His grace is new and fresh every day. God doesn't have stale grace. Amen? You might have a few stale things in your house, but God does not have stale grace. His blessings are fresh and new every morning, and he's faithful to see to it that we experience them. Amen? Amen. So I pray that you have this confidence in the Lord. If you're a first-time listener, welcome in the name of Jesus Christ. We are a Christian, non-denominational, Protestant, international ministry, and a local church assembly in Jesus' name that was founded in the love of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We're so grateful that you joined us today. We want to encourage everyone to join us. In our chat room, chat room, yes, we have one. It's a holy chat room. 
and it's located on our holy webpage. Amen? Yes, our webpage is dedicated to the Lord. So there's some things that you'll never see there. Amen? But there are a lot of other good things that you will find there. Praise the Lord. You may find the answer to what you're looking for. So we invite you there. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. If you're on a computer or on a tablet, use your browser to find miracleinternetchurch.com. When the banner comes up across the top, you'll see in the left-hand corner, MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, type in your name. One of those names is on your birth certificate. Amen? Just one of them. That'll be enough. And say hi to the saints, and the saints will say hi back to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're friendly here. And if anybody turned up their nose, it wasn't at you because they can't see you. Amen? Amen. Nobody knows that you forgot to brush your teeth. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And isn't that wonderful? So, (laughs) all of you who are just rolling out of bed, roll one more time. Shake yourself because God's going to talk. Okay? And he's going to say important things to us. Now, if you're on a cell phone, use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the top, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines, and it'll open up all the other links, and you may go to the chat room link and press it and begin. Amen? Amen. God is gracious to us. He's wonderful. He's absolutely splendid. And we wouldn't trade him for anybody else. And I hope you feel the same way too. If not, if you hang around with us long enough, you will. Amen. So I've been reading some things, and some of those things I shared with you this week in the chat room. I want right now, even before we take Holy Communion, now those of you that don't have your elements ready, we'll give you a moment while I talk about this. There's a young lady today who's 17 and she's in jail. And she doesn't live very far from here. She's from Callahan. And she's got some problems in her life. I've never met her. I don't know her name. But she needs our prayers. It seems that she gave birth to a baby, and the baby's very young, well, was. And she was exhausted and tired. So for some reason, she thought that if she gave the baby some cocaine, it would be quiet. Well, it seems that the cocaine she picked up wasn't cocaine at all. It was fentanyl. And she put in the baby's bottle enough fentanyl to kill 10 adults. The baby did not survive. So she was arrested and put in jail for multiple charges. 
And we have learned that she thinks she is pregnant now. So if you can't understand why she needs prayer, we'll pray for you too. But I think everyone does. So Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift this child up to you that may be carrying another child. And we ask you, Lord, to forgive her because we're forgiving her. We're forgiving her, and we're asking you to. We're asking you, Lord, to change the direction of her life. She's surely going to prison, but you know, Lord, you save people in prison. It's never stopped you before, and it won't stop you now. There's no sinner that you can't save. Amen. So, Lord, we're asking you to save this sinner in Jesus' name. We're asking you to pour out your mercy upon her and show her your love for her, no matter what she faces and no matter how she's feeling. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits of death and suicide that may be haunting her. Amen. Excess grief and sorrow, because now she's got to sober up. So, Father, we place her in your hands in the name of Jesus. We bind Satan in her life in Jesus' name. We bind Satan in her family in Jesus' name. We bind Satan in her circumstances in the name of Jesus. We place her in your hands, Lord, no matter what her future may be. We thank you, Lord, that you will continue to reach out to her for her to receive Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior and come to the knowledge of the truth. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor in Jesus' name. So now, saints, having said a few words to heaven, we want to thank the Lord that the same forgiveness that we have extended toward her our Lord and Savior extends toward us. Whatever is out of order in our lives, whatever is not pleasing to him, whatever is not right, if we ask him, he'll forgive us. If we'll repent, he'll forgive us. Amen? He'll heal us and deliver us. So right now, that's what each of us is going to do. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to spend time with the Lord. Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. Thank you. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. 
This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. Amen for not being condemned with the world. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. What a blessing. Didn't he think of everything? Heavenly Father, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Heavenly Father, thank you for the promise of your word that tells us when we call unto you, you will answer us and show us great and mighty things. This wonderful promise inspires us to learn to pray more effectively and to experience all that you have for us in prayer. We thank you, Father, for the confidence we have in you, that if we ask anything according to your will, you do hear us. And because we know that you hear us, we know that you will receive whatever petitions we ask of you. Your word reveals your will to us. Therefore, we will pray according to your word. Your word is filled with so many precious prayer promises. Thank you, Lord, for each one. As we meditate on these promises and learn to pray your word and your will, we will know your word will never return unto you void. It will always accomplish your purposes. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your Holy Spirit who helps us to pray more effectively. For when we're not sure how to pray about a matter, the Holy Spirit comes to our aid. We trust the Holy Spirit to lead and help us in every area of our lives, including prayer. Father, we thank you for teaching us how to pray more effectively. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 I learned that song when I was, oh, very, very little. Very little. Where was I? I was on the corner of Dora and Spruce. 
Yes, I was in that red brick Baptist church. My grandmother was in the choir stand, and I was on the front row. I learned from the Spirit of God how to worship Him, and I worship Him. Won't you join me? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Matthew, chapter 17. Matthew, chapter 17. It's not time to talk about this. Matthew, chapter 17. Brother Bill wants to know, with the title of the sermon. Well, it's a phrase I heard Pastor Pat say, and I heard it this morning, so that's what I entitled the sermon. Bind, bind, bind. Amen. There you have it. Matthew chapter 17, verse 15. Amen. Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic and sore For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil. He did? Yes. Did he pray an hour for the father to heal him? No. And Jesus rebuked the devil. And he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Notice it doesn't say that very second. It said that very hour. Amen? Amen. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could we not? Why could not we cast him out? Because they've been casting all the other ones out, you see. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How then? This kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. Praise the Lord. The demons took control of the man. So often that even when he was shackled with chains, now I just moved to something else, okay? I read you one scripture, but I'm going someplace else, okay? All right. He simply broke them apart and rushed on into the desert, completely under the demon's power. 
Now, some of you have already figured out that I'm talking about the man in the Gadarene. So the rest of you, come on, join us. Amen? It's up to you. When attacked and fits of demon activity would come upon him, he would throw himself against the rock until his body was cut open and bleeding. When Jesus asked this demon his name, he replied, Legion, because there were so many. So, in Luke chapter 8, verse 27, Luke chapter 8, verse 27, Luke chapter 8, verse 27. And when he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man, which had devils long time and wear no clothes. I have to make a comment. Now, you see these people running around with less clothes and less clothes and less clothes and less clothes to the point of indecency. Okay, devils cause that. See, it's right there. He had the devils, and as a result, he wear no clothes. Okay? All right. Now, remember, in the scripture, the righteous are clothed. That's the way it is in the spirit realm. That's why the witches can detect you so easily, because the righteous are clothed. Amen? Neither abode in any house but in the tomb. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God most high? My, this is a a bunch of demons. In a man there is or was what we would call insane. And they knew who Jesus was. They weren't wondering. People still haven't figured out who he is, but the demons had it straight from the beginning. What have I to do with thee? In other words, I don't have anything to do with you. Why are you here? Jesus. Thou Son of God Most High. Now, here you have a demon making a request of Almighty God. I beseech thee, I beg thee, torment me not. Why did the demon say that? Because he knew what to expect. He knew torment was due him because he came in contact with the Son of God. Do the demons know that when they see you? (sighs) I'll let you answer that, because you're supposed to know the answer. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. He didn't ask him if he wanted to have lunch first. He commanded him to come out of the man. For oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and in fetters, and he broke the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. So 
Jesus was driven into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit, but this man was driven into the wilderness by the devil. Mm. Completely different. And Jesus asked him, saying, what is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. He didn't have one. He had a whole crew. That's a lot. Amen. And they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. They didn't want to be kicked out of where they were. And demons don't want to leave people because they have a home. They get to influence the humans. They want to stay in there. They don't want to come out. But you have the power in the name of Jesus Christ as a Christian, a blood-bought Christian, redeemed, to drive them out. Amen? Very good. Many people in our modern, sophisticated, backward society would say the poor man probably had a severe hormone imbalance. Or I know that that kind of behavior is the result of a traumatic childhood. Or I guess he was just born a bad seed. Yeah, that is what they say. But I don't see in Scripture anywhere where anybody, including Judas Iscariot, was born a bad seed. People made decisions because people have a free will. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says it was the work of demon spirits, pure and simple. The word of God proves that this man was not just a bad seed with a chemical problem because when he was delivered of all these foul spirits, he immediately became a soul That's interesting, isn't it? Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8, beginning with verse 33. Luke chapter 8, beginning with verse 33. Then went the devils out of the man and entered into the swine. Really? Yep. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the lake and were choked. When they that fed them saw what was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country. Then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed. Sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed, and in his right mind. And they were, what? Afraid. Ah, they were afraid. Wonder why they were afraid? You know, we'll find out in a minute. They also, which saw it, 
show them by what means he that was possessed of the devils was healed. Then the whole multitude of the country of the Gadarenes round about besought him to depart from them. They kicked Jesus out of their whole country. There were some terrified people. For they were taken with great fear. Mm-hmm. And he went up into the ship and returned back again. He went back where he came from. Now the man out of whom the devils were departed besought him that he might be where? With him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to thine own house and show how great things God hath done unto thee. And he went his way. Did you notice his obedience? Hmm. He was obedient. And published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. Amen. Thank you for the man in the gathering. Thank you for his testimony. Luke reported in verse 40 that his life became such a miraculous testimony that they who called for Jesus, that very crowd that had kicked Jesus out of town, was waiting to meet him. The same ones that kicked Jesus out were waiting to see this man Jesus change. Folks are strange, you know. Demons have caused deafness, blindness, and countless other ailments that destroy the minds and bodies, not only of the heathen, but of God's very own people. The same superhuman demon power that was so real at that time is just as real today. Ask yourself, what makes a 19-year-old strangle a young woman whom he has never seen before? What makes a young mother take her seven-day-old infant, stuff her into a trash can, close the lid, and leave her there to die? The Bible tells us exactly what makes her do it. It is the same demon power that tried to kill that boy by throwing him into the fire. We just talked about that young man. Same one. In Jesus' day, the reality of demon power was never questioned. That's right. Think about it. When the angel came to Mary, she didn't stand there and ask him if he was an angel. Now, did she? Mm -hmm. She didn't have any doubt in her mind, did she? But we don't act that way, do we? We act different. Mm -hmm. The only thing 
people knew that demon power and angels existed, pure and simple. They didn't go on tilt when you said evil spirit. The only thing that amazed them was that there was finally someone around who had the power over the devil to do something about it. And Jesus did something about it. Jesus dealt with all of these gruesome situations in short order. How did he do it? He did it with the power and authority given to him. He commanded these evil spirits to leave, and they did. The people wanted to know in Mark chapter 1, verse 27, they had some questions. And I don't blame them. I would have had a lot of questions. I would have been chasing Jesus down and trying to see if I could swim to catch up with him. In Mark chapter 1, verse 27, and they were all amazed insomuch that they questioned among themselves, saying, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. But you say, Lord, those were unsaved people. The devil can't get away with those atrocities in born-again Christians. We're protected by the blood of the Lamb. And besides, Jesus died to save us from all that. You're absolutely right. Jesus did die to save us from all that. However, all that is still going on. All that is still going on. Do we have people in the body of Christ who can't speak? Yes. People who have what we call mental problems. Yes. People who are constantly ill. Yes. Jesus has plainly shown us that many of these afflictions are a direct result of demon oppression. Now, I didn't say every single thing was the result of demon oppression. I said many of them are. Amen? Mm -hmm. Try to remember that. Oh, okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In fact, you can go uh, to Mark 12, 28. I'll be there in a minute. I'll catch up with you. I'm thinking of um, a particular gentleman who's a Christian. I think he's still one. He is, okay. And he caused a big uproar in the church. An uproar so massive 
that it uprooted people out of a church that God had planted them in, and they just ran. He brought accusations against the bishop and pastor. He brought accusations against the elder bishop and his wife. He brought accusations against other people in the church, and he started by his gossip and his false accusations, a wildfire that needed to be put out. Well, as a matter of fact, it was printed in the local newspaper. Yeah, he went that far. He went there. He went there. He and his buddies went there. So the church came together and voted to put them off the deacon board, as they should have. <laughs> and they were angry. Well, <laughs> you know, when you do things like that, you got to think about what's coming the other way. And when the whole issue finally came to some degree of settlement, the leadership of the church forgave them publicly in front of the congregation. I mean, these people, this man lied. I mean, his accusations were just ridiculous. To the point that he called the senior bishop and his wife, excuse the expression, liars and whoremongers. How do I know that? Because his accusation was that their son was not their biological son. And we all know that's a lie. You can look at him and tell that's a lie. But moving right along. <clears throat> yeah, it was deep. He went there. <laughs> you got the right idea. Well, after that, after the leadership of the church forgave him in front of the church, and the church decided that we're just going to calm down and let God fix this mess because nobody can fix it but him anyway. He ended up in the hospital. And I do mean in the hospital. I think he was there for years, if I'm not mistaken. He and his other two compadres, they all ended up in the hospital. And had the church not prayed, they would have been in the cemetery. Let me say this. When you open your big mouth and talk against the anointed of God, you put yourself in very dangerous place. He says, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. He was not joking. I know of a woman who had, who was once a part of Pastor Pat's ministry. And when she left, she had too much to say. You know what I mean by that. Well, the next thing that happened, Pastor Pat uh, was invited to come to the woman's funeral. And that's about how it happened, too. The Lord didn't, you know, when I, when I first went to her church the very first time, I met that woman. But the Lord wouldn't let me come back until after the woman was dead. That was interesting. 
So I'm going to say this again for whoever this is for. Close your mouth. Put your judgmental opinions in an ice cube and freeze them. Whatever you do, keep your big mouth shut if you plan to live. Amen? Amen. All right. We got there, Holy Spirit. Now, Matthew chapter 12, verse 28. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, God says he can kill and he can make alive. I would believe him if I were you. Matthew chapter 12, verse 28. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. If I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. So for all of you who now claim that you don't believe in female pastors, even though I have, with the finger of God, cast demons out of you, you might want to go back and rethink that dream experience you had where that spirit came to you and told you that there's no such thing as female pastors. Moving right along. Matthew chapter 12, verse 43. Verse 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. So there are unclean spirits that come out of people, and then they look for someplace else to go. Don't open your house to them. Amen? Mark chapter 1, verse 23. Mark chapter 1, verse 23. And there was in their synagogue, somebody came to church, a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out. So is that the case in church today? Yes. Mark chapter 1, verse 26. Mark chapter 1, verse 26. And when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. So unclean spirits are cast out in church. Is that correct? Praise the Lord. Mark chapter 7, verse 25. Mark chapter 7, verse 25. For a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him, and came and fell at his feet. She heard about it. She just heard. Mark chapter 9, beginning with verse 17. Mark chapter 9, beginning with verse 17. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. And we read that part before up there. But I'll do it anyway. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? 
bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tarried, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foam. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? He said, of a child. And oftentimes it has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. Now look, the father had figured this much out. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter him no more. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead, insomuch that many said he is dead. But he wasn't dead. You know he got right up off the ground. Moving right along. Amen. You know, people jump to conclusions in a hot second, don't they? I mean, they jump to conclusions. They leap. They even ha- they haven't had time to breathe, and they're leaping. It's amazing how they do that. Luke chapter 4, verse 33. Luke chapter 4, verse 33. And in the synagogue, there was a man. There's always somebody which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice. He couldn't take it no more. Mm. All right. Luke chapter 13. This lady was in was um, in church. Luke chapter 13, verse 11. She was in church. She didn't stay home. She came to church. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. That's long enough to bring a child to what we consider to be maturity. And was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. She couldn't get up. She couldn't straighten up if she wanted to. You could have bought her one of them brace things, you know, they put on you trying to make it. That wasn't going to work on that lady. But we all know Jesus straightened that right up, don't we? Amen. And then folks had too much to say. One more time. You know, folks need to be careful about that, especially when Jesus is around, having that too much to say stuff. Amen. In addition... The family is under severe attack, and the devil is getting away with the destruction of society because families make up society, right? There are the very things that God sent his son to this earth to destroy. These are the things that we see going on. God sent Jesus to destroy these things, right? Okay, we remember that. Well, 
Let's see, where did I put that scripture? There, 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. You don't have to turn there unless you want to. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Praise the Lord. Then he put, Jesus put all the keys to spiritual power in our hands to finish the job. Mm. Yes. He has given us power over all the power of the enemy. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, if most Christians would begin to act on that. The Bible says that just as Jesus is in heaven, as the everlasting conqueror, so are we to be right now in this world. 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. 1 John. Chapter 4, verse 17. Amen. Do you need glasses? Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. You see, in the day of judgment, what are we supposed to have? Boldness. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Okay, so where it says, so are we, you need to put your name right there. You need to write your name right there. Amen. You can't do that on a computer. Who is Jesus? He is the victor. He is a man of war against all the destructive forces of the devil. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3. Oh, okay. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3. Everybody knows where Exodus is. It's at the beginning. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. He's a man of war. Well, why do I have to do warfare? Because our commander-in-chief, in whom we serve and obey, leads us into warfare. All right. Amen. Do we understand that now? The Lord is a man of war. 
the Lord is his name. Today, the Lord is urgently sounding the alarm, trying to make us to see that many people in the church who have assumed that they will be a part of the marriage feast could instead be cast out of his kingdom if they insist on living with the oppressive forces that are bending, binding them and destroying Christ's church. I'll do that one again for you. Amen. Today, say today, the Lord is urgently sounding the alarm, trying to make us see that many people in the church, in the body of Christ, who have assumed that they will be part of the marriage feast could instead be cast out of his kingdom if they insist on living with the oppressive forces that are binding them and destroying Christ's church. These oppressive forces are making us or making you as a Christian both helpless and useless. Helpless and useless. There are very awakening scriptures in the Bible. One of these passages, and I'll give you a minute to get there, is in Matthew 25. Matthew chapter 25. I'll be there in a minute. This passage is one of them. It shows how a Christian can be rendered helpless and uselessly bound by Satan. Here in this passage, the Lord reveals to us the horrifying truth of how Satan oppresses God's people in the church. The passage begins as Jesus the master went away on a far journey. But before he left, he invited his servants invested his servants also, and entrusted them with all he had. All right, I'm in Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. Verse 14, Matthew chapter 25, beginning with verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received five talents went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. 
After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. See, there's an accounting time. We must give an account for the things done in our body. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. All right, let's go to the next example. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. So the person that had the five talents and the person that had two, they went out and did the same thing. They got the same response from the master, right? Yes, that's what happened. That's what happened. So now let's look at the other one. Then, in verse 24, he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, see, he he knows him as Lord. I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strong. And I was afraid. And I was afraid. And I was afraid. And went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. So he gave him back what he got. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not straw. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges. Then at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury or interest. I would at least have made some interest on my money. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. Wow, think about that. For unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. Mm. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. See, everybody had the same opportunity, but everybody didn't take advantage of the same opportunity. Why 
did the master react like this? Was it because the servant went out and lived with prostitutes? No, he didn't. Was he a liar or a thief? No, he wasn't. This man had already been chosen to be a servant of Christ. He called him Lord. He was already called to be a member of the kingdom of God, just as you and I are. But he was cast out of the kingdom. He was cast out of the kingdom. He was cast out of the kingdom because he allowed his life in Christ to be controlled and dominated by one particular demon agent in Satan's arm. Yes, this man was literally vexed and tormented to such a degree that he needed deliverance. He was like so many Christians who are useless to God and feel helpless to do anything about it. Amen? Amen. Remember that this parable was Jesus' way of giving us a deep spiritual truth which wished to warn us of major spiritual pitfalls. Let me say that again. Remember that this parable was Jesus' way of giving us a deep spiritual truth with which to warn us of a major spiritual pitfall. Heads up. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. So now what are they calling him? Lord. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Just because you say, Lord, Lord, won't get you in. You have to do the will of the Father, which is in heaven. Amen? Amen. Jesus says to all all of us, Yet this servant said to the master, I was afraid. I went out and hid your talent in the ground. I hid the resources you gave me to save souls because I was ruled by fear. I could not do your will because fear ruled my mind, my spirit, my emotions, and my actions. I was afraid. Like us, this servant had everything he needed to do the will of God. He was called for the kingdom and was fully equipped for what he had to do. Hmm. He had been given the same ability, the same power, and the same relationship with God as the servants who were given two talents and five talents. 
But on that day, he had nothing with which to meet the master but a feeble excuse for not making his life count for God. Yes, saints, the power that can render you as helpless and weak and useless, that can tie your hands, bind your mind, control, vex, and torment your soul, is the spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit. Second Timothy one seven. Second Timothy one seven. Second Timothy one seven. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So you have what you need to do what he wants you to do, right? Right. Fear has torment. Amen? Fear has torment. Amen? I'm going to First John. If you want to join me, you may. If you just want to listen, that'll be okay. I'm going to First John 118. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh no. I think it was one. Am I in two? I'm in two. Well, okay, so I wrote down the wrong scripture. I'll figure it out for it's over with because the Holy Spirit will come tell me. Mm. Oh. I wrote down the wrong scripture, Lord. That's not the first time that's happened. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> okay. Yeah, it's a four. I told you I, I finally drank the coffee. It was a reason for that. <laughs> no, I got it here. It's First John four eighteen. Thank you, Brother Marshall. Amen. See, somebody's with me today. Praise the Lord. First John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Amen. So, saints, fear is a tormenting spirit that exacts great pain, anguish, suffering, and agony, continued harassment, and repeated affliction of suffering and annoyance, which you always wanted, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. It does not come from God. 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 Okay? Oh, my. No. There is only one other source which fear can come from, 
And that is from Satan. You shouldn't be receiving gifts from Satan like that. It is the devil's goal to keep you oppressed by fear, to prevent you from doing the will of God and to keep you from being used by God in the gifts which God has given to you. I think we got that wrong. Fear is one way Satan keeps us in bondage to self. Mm-hmm. Yes. When God gives you a gift by his spirit to bless others with, Satan uses fear to make you think, this might not be God. It's probably just me, and I'll make a fool of myself. I'd better hold back. Fear is also the devil's tool to keep us in bondage to the opinions of man. Mm. We are afraid of what people will say or think about us. We become afraid that we might not be accepted by significant others if we go all the way for God. You know, it's just not manly to do all that stuff they do in church. Excuse me? God made you male or female when he prepared a body for you. God made you male or female when he prepared a body for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, everybody needs to go all the way with God because there is no middle ground. You either go all the way or you're all the way out. Again, I say that fear binds, vexes, torments, and keeps us from doing God's will. Fear strikes. And God is wrong. Here God has made a person. He's procured gifts from us, for us. He's given those gifts to us. He expects us to function in them by his spirit because the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. But then here comes fear, and we, instead of yielding to faith in Jesus Christ, we yield to fear, and then God gets robbed of the fruit that he's supposed to receive. That's how it works. Satan has won the victory. Why? Because you yielded to fear. You bowed to a demon instead of to the master. The door is now open for the enemy to come in and to hinder the glorious promises of God. The unholy spirit of fear takes control. The kingdom of God suffers. Hmm. That's right. When you don't obey God, the kingdom of God suffers. Remember that judgment begins in the house of God. 1 
Peter chapter 4, verse 17. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? Amen. If you go down to defeat, to the spirit of fear, what will you say when you stand before God? We are to be ruled by love for our Lord, expressed in obedience to him. Never ruled by fear. <laughs> Let us each determine today to overcome all fear so that we might glorify God by triumphantly saying to him, Psalm 65, verse 1. Psalm 65, verse 1. I memorized that one yet. Okay, I'll help you out. Praise waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. What vow? You remember when you came to Christ? You promised him all kinds of stuff, remember? He wrote them down. If you forgot him, he didn't. I believe that many of us have long forgotten the promises that we have made to the Lord. Psalm 50, verse 14. Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High. Vows, yes. When you stand in praise and worship, and you sing these worship songs, that's what you're doing. This is my offering, Lord. My life is my offering to you. Okay, you sang that song. He received your word. And guess what? You made a vow before the Lord. You need to pay your vow. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin hath left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. All to him I owe? Yes, that's what you say. That's what you have to do. <sighs> Psalm 76, verse 11, bow and pay unto the Lord your God. Let all that be round about him bring presence unto him that ought to be feared. Presence. Mm-hmm. Proverbs, chapter 20, verse 25. Proverbs, chapter 20, verse 25. 
It is a snare to the man who devours that which is holy and after vows to make inquiry. You made a vow. You didn't decide to keep it. But then you want God to do something based on this vow you made that you didn't keep. That's not going to work. Faith is harvest time. The end time harvest time. This is not a fire drill. Remember in school we had fire drills. Why? In case there was a fire. Okay, well, guess what? There is a fire. And this is not a drill. You know, used to be when we were going to run a foot race, we say, okay, demonstration. And then we take off running. And we come back and say, okay, now it's the real thing. Okay, well, never mind the demonstration part. This is the real thing. Okay? It's the real thing, Saint. This is the real deal. I know you believe in memory, but this is not pre-recorded. This is all the way live. Hell is not pre-recorded. It's all the way live. Judgment Day is not pre-recorded. It's all the way live. Let us all get our houses in order quickly. And using all the resources at our disposal, move on to total victory in him. Amen? I'm glad you feel that way. I'm glad you got something out of the sermon. I'm glad God was able to impress you with the truth that you're not going to get 15 chances to get this right. I've been trying to help us to understand that over some time, and some of us have grasped it, and some of us are still grasping it. But guess what? You don't get to uh, die and come back in another life and do the things you were supposed to do the first time. It doesn't work like that. I don't care what they do in the movies. That's not real. That's Hollywood. And a lot of them are going you know where. Mm-hmm. Amen. Think about that. Think about that, Saint. You got one shot at it. Make it count. Don't be like the servant that had one talent and decided he passed on his opportunity. You know they had that show, that game show used to come on TV. I don't know if it still comes on, where they offer you door number one, door number two, and door number three. Oh, that's the one. And you pick the door you think you want. Okay, well, guess what? You got one shot at this. Whichever door you pick, that's what you get. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all his, his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, 
and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, listening, watching, peeping, whispering, familiar demons, all technology demons and their attacks, electronic and digital demons, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, Portum spirits and their attacks, all drone spirits, amen, amen, all the voices of the stranger, charmer, and seducer and their attacks, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, we bind you in Jesus' name, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intents. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components, everything coming from outer space, off the satellites, from the cell towers, and through our devices. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex. Cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Thank you, Lord. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Russian, Chinese, Spanish, global cabals, all associated cabal groups in Jesus' name. Every coven of witches, warlocks, wizards, or sorcerers in the name of Jesus. All shamans, all obeda men in the name of Jesus, tribal witchcraft and occultism, indigenous groups and occultism, all island groups, from every continent in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind all Mojellans attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free flying devils. We bind evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape shifting spirits, 
trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture and in every culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dogs and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devil satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We ban mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose his attack to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning the sender to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the se- and uh, witchcraft from the satellite against the website. We bind all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, hexes, vexes, jujus, and such. Nigerian witchcraft. Witchcraft by jealousy in Jesus' name. Chaldean witchcraft, Spanish witchcraft breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts in the name of Jesus. Amen. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirit and works of the oppressor and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, and anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, Telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents in Jesus' name. 
We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and solely sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, idle mind, unfocused mind, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis and Osiris, on and all false deities in Jesus' name. We bind Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet and his 72, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact in Jesus' name and that of all the associated organizations. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the crafts, the worship, the grip, and Freemasonry in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. We return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. Being, and we bind being misled. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. Father, we thank you that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive. What the Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief, whom we serve and obey. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, was transferred to us. We bind it and we command it to leave us now in Jesus' holy name. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are persecuted and have been left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves and our transportation with the blood of Jesus. And the roads of which we travel, the airway, the, the waterway, the sidewalk, wherever we are. 
We take authority and dominion over animals, demons, and objects, and poor uh, driving habits, flocks of geese, and anything else getting in our way. We forbid them to cross our path in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you have dispatched your angels ahead of us. Amen. We give you the praise. We thank you for the armor of God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the wall that surrounds us. Your wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for linking shields. We thank you for praising angels. But most of all, we thank you for your holy presence. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons of the day and night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. It's not the Lord sending us a message. And we command them to stay away in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you are our protector and our defense and our shield. We pull out, we pull out, we pull out. All fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, anything sent to us from the demonic realm. We burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, Oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, tax, leaks, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and destroy walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, and shamans. In the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over the work of all sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. We bind your powers in the name of Jesus. We bind your influence in the name of Jesus. We break the power of all charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, sorcery, magic, and voodoo, potions, bewitchment, death spirits, psychic warfare, psychic powers, torment, destruction, sickness, and pain, voodoo, incense, and candle burnings working against us, incantations, ungodly blessings, chanting, voodoo, crystals, root work, tribal sins, mind frequency meditation and such in the name of Jesus Christ. People that live in our homes and work witchcraft against us, even though we tell them not to. Amen. We bind spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, spirits of wizardry, sorcery, and all the demons that work with them. You are destroyed and bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender spirits of blindness, spirits of bondage, fear, heaviness, and hate in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you have set us free. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. So I loose over the people of God, over the members of Miracle Outreach Ministry, power from God. Love from God and a sound mind from God in Jesus' name. Amen. Rise for the benediction. Amen. Amen. Wow, Lord, that was fast. I thought I was going to be up here a long time today. That was quick. Amen. Now, the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, 
make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. And the church said, Amen. Praise the Lord. Pastor loves you. Recast the message so you can hear Jesus tell it to you that he expects great things from you. Why? Because he has filled you with his love, with his spirit, and with his power. And you have a sound mind to do what he wants done. Amen? Amen. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now you know what you're supposed to do, saints. Oh, my